You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM. Breakfast with Carl and Catherine. It most certainly is. Good morning to you, Bayside, Greater Bayside. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning, because where else would we be, Bianco? Morning. Morning. Well, in bed, but, you know, we're not like that. <laughs> no, we are morning people on a Monday only. Just don't ask us on a Tuesday? <laughs> no. Or a Wednesday or a Thursday. It takes a little while to bounce back, but by Friday afternoon, oh, we got it back again. I love nothing more than waking you up on a Monday, though. Waking me up? You. Oh, is that why I feel so... Ugh. You don't say that. It's not okay. We've got a big second hour. I am excited to talk about a song that dropped over the weekend that has just made my life. Speaking of songs, let's get into our Monday mover, shall we? Five minutes past eight here on 88.3 Southern FM. There's a lot of iconic places where stuff has been filmed. Yes. And I feel like we do bring this up here and there, but this one is fresh and has dropped in the last 48 hours. Fresh. This story. Now, it's been alleged that some explicit material has been filmed at an iconic Australian location. You're not talking about Julie Rafter, are you? No, 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 no. As iconic, though, a family involved, well, not necessarily involved in this action that's occurred, but a family kind of house, it may have occurred with this family. I don't think it did, never on camera anyway. I'm talking about Kath and Kim. Look at mine, look at mine, look at mine. I did hear about this. Now, the house that that was filmed in, we know on the record, was sold or redesigned by the owners yes. in the last couple of years. But before they decided to redesign everything, they did have like an open day where you could go and have a look at the house in Fountain Lakes mm-hmm. or somewhere of those along those lines. <laughs> Fountain Gate. I don't know. Wherever it was filmed. I, I can't actually remember the address. but Look, I mean, I wouldn't drop it on air. Someone lives there, yeah. but you know. I'm not going to. Carry on. Carry on, I will. Anyway. Glenn Robbins, if you're listening and you want to chime in, let us know. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I wouldn't put that on him. There has been a very saucy kind of video put out there. A bit X-rated video. Yeah, very, very X-rated. And it's alleged to have been filmed in the same kitchen that we got to know watching <laughs> Kath and Kim. Yeah, it puts a whole different spin on the whole look at Moy thing. People um, have come out saying Sharon's going to appear, saying, oh. Hi, guys. With the squeaky door. Yeah, with the squeaky door, the back door. Yeah, we thought what we saw from um, Kath and Cal was risque. Yeah. They have really upped it. But, like, okay, my question here is, first of all, I'm not judging the person who's been able to make this connection, but, like, bold move to go public being like, I was watching this and now I see this. But at the same time, though, like, is it, like, first of all, if you're the homeowner and this is true, Wouldn't you say, you know what, this is iconic. You're really going to have to raise the bar in price to be able to use this kitchen because, you know, it's very well known. Because now it kind of just, I don't know. But it begs a question, to be able to have done this, are they the owner or did they get the owner's approval? Like, Like, I mean, you would because, you know, they would have broken into the house otherwise. Maybe they've (laughs) they've been able to do it. On the proviso that that whole area has been redone since. Are you implying that um they green screened the kitchen in? No, no, I'm not saying they 
Well, they may have. That's another thing. <laughs> that could be it's much not, cheaper alternative. Not, not what I was implying because it looks too legit to imply yeah. that it is. Not that I've actually had a look at it. I just saw the screenshot for the record. Story. I'm just putting it out there. I saw the screenshot and I'm convinced it is the same place. But as we know, they were going to do reno. So it could have been before they've done the renovations at this place. Yeah, you need to really sage that place out. I'll tell you what. Massively. Massively. But yeah, but does it kind of ruin the appeal of like the wholesomeness of that show now? Like, could they not have just found another kitchen? Is that the whole point that they were like, you know what, if we secure the interior of Kath and Kim, we will then write something to go with it? Like, was that the purpose? Or was it that it just so happened that place was available? Like, could we broadcast a radio show from there? Is it available for hire? I don't know. I don't know. The same thing could be asked about the house that was used in the castle. At least then afterwards, you could say, how's the serenity? Uh, well, now. It's the Bloodhound Gang, the Bad Touch. Carl and Catherine with you for your Monday morning here on 88.3. That it is. And hey, there was some news over the weekend that involved a very, very, very well-known couple who went to the opera, Bianco. I saw this. Now, the details are still emerging. So, at this point, all alleged. Mm. But... It appears that um, Keith Urban, Nicole Kidman, who, you know, Australian royalty, went to the opera. They're in Sydney at the moment, went to the Sydney Opera House, and they love the performance. They're real opera nuts, the two of them. I wouldn't see that from Keith, but he's very, very much into the opera. And what occurred at the end of the show has really gotten people talking. Yeah, so I hear. Now, being very well immersed within the arts community... The two of them were so impressed with what they saw that they decided to give the team at the opera a standing ovation. Yep. Which is massive, particularly from like Nicole Kidman. Yeah. You know, few Oscars, no stress. Mm. They've stood up, which then of course everybody else says, well, where you lead, we follow, also did a standing ovation, except for the people sitting directly behind Nicole and Keith, who got a little bit annoyed, rolled up their program. And hit Nicole over the head with it to tell them to sit down because their view was obstructed. Which, you know, very bold thing to do. I don't know whether they knew who was sitting in front of them, but it's not the right thing to do. Nope. But it started a conversation, and I want to have a chat too, about what are the unspoken rules in society that we should actually enforce by law so people are just across it. Because you know how like you'll be at a concert and you're in the seats, but everyone's standing up and people get annoyed like that? There's that sort of thing. There's also, like, you think about being on a plane. Like, when is it okay to actually put your seat back? Never. Well, this is what I'm saying. If Never. If there's actual rules. Never. Standing on an escalator, you have to stand to the left. A lot of people don't do that. And can I just say, for the record, for those people that do put their seats back on flights, long hauls, please be considerate of who's sitting behind you. Because if you see two big men, in particular myself <laughs> and my father... We are big guys. If not by, by, by big guys, I mean, you know, I'm six foot five, he's six foot four. And this applies for any tall person out there, mind you. But particularly us when we're on a flight, a long haul flight, please don't put your seats back. Especially if you've got freckly sort of hair that's, you know. Wait, freckly well, sort sorry, of hair? Well, sorry, that's the wrong term, but like hair that's flaky hair. That's what I was looking at. A flaky head of hair or. You know? A flaky joke. Long nose sort of lines. My Ooh. dad experienced that on the long haul flight, old mate. With the he was flaky... we- wearing dark pants too, wasn't he? That would be perfect. What's that got to do with it? It would be on his pants. You'd be able to see it. I don't look at somebody else's pants on a flight thinking, oh, he's got flaky hair. No, I'm saying if they turn, if they 
put their seat back. I think you are having a turn. It would have fallen onto your dad. That's what I'm saying there. So he would have noticed because it was on him. Okay. No worries. It's all good. I got what you were trying to get at, I think. He still doesn't understand. No, I don't. I don't. But anyway, yeah, I think people just need to be a little bit more considerate. And historically, when you see people doing a stand innovation, if you don't want to join in, just quietly sit yeah, down. Yeah, but just let them do their thing, you know. And the thing is true. Like, at the end of a show, we all know what happens. Everyone goes up to the front. You clap them. Like, do you need to see it? Violence is not the answer. Absolutely not, particularly to Nicole Kidman. I'm just putting it out there. Yeah, but what are the things that should just... There's an unspoken law, but should there be a law? Just so everybody's on the same page. But has there actually been something to say that you can't? reply by having a standard ovation for such events? Is it out there? I don't know. Well, that's what I'm saying because if you can't see because someone's standing up, like technically that's annoying, but also it's something people do. Yeah, they do it more than you think though. I would have thought. Anyway, I don't know. I haven't been in a theatre full of people watching (sighs) What a novelty. Although I did see somebody posting about an event in Melbourne now that there is productions Mm -hmm. around and people may not have been wearing masks as much as what they should have been. I don't know. I'm not saying that they were or they weren't, but <laughs> oh, you know what people are like these days. We do have to take cautions. Though, yes. That they're in there for a reason. Anyway, let us know. Maybe you found yourself in a similar situation. Theatre full of people. Not sure whether or not you should clap or not. Standing or not. And that was C's Hey Boy. Look, Hey Boy, it's a thing you say sometimes to your dog. Hey Boy, come here, boy. And you're probably wondering, why am I bringing up dogs? I, I love, am. I love my dog. I love Fifi. But you don't say, hey, boy, because she's a girl. Exactly right. But people do say, hey, boy, sometimes to their male dog. Well, maybe I don't they say don't. it to Norman. No, no, no. But anyway, the reason I bring up dogs is because people are convinced that dog-shaped clouds are appearing in the sky. And it's a sign that dogs really do go to a happy afterlife Oh, my gosh. With the... Sky, yeah. Because a lot of people believe that, that heaven is an afterlife in the sky mm-hmm. and you can form into a cloud at some point in your life, your afterlife. You know, it's very Christian-orientated belief and other religions believe similar as well. Because sometimes you do see weird shapes of clouds in, in the sky and you can't help but wonder whether or not it's supposed to be a sign of something or somebody. Yeah. A lot of people are convinced that their dogs, when they go into an afterlife, are forming the shape of a cloud in the sky. That's really nice. Yeah. I don't know if you've noticed it, but there's evidence out there. I don't remember. Like, as a kid, you would always look at the clouds and stuff. I don't remember the last time I did it. But when you look at, like, you think about it, it's such a wholesome thing to do. It is. It's nice. I'd hope that when, you know, when I lose Fifi, and I really hope that never happens, because Fifi is the wonder dog, that... You know, she goes to a happy afterlife in the sky and I can look at her all the time, anytime I like. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I'm just putting out there. That's really cute. It's a bit like the stars in the sky too. You know, I don't know yeah. if you were ever told as a child that when the relative passed away, there's a star in the sky. Yes. But I, I, that relates to me a fair bit. I feel like some of my relatives are stars in the sky. Yeah. See, I remember the first time I was told that I went on school camp and I was told the same thing about the stars. And 
at the same time, I had this beautiful heart-to-heart because I got sent on school camp. A loved one had just passed away and the teacher gave me that beautiful speech. I walked back in, sat down to have my dinner. My best friend spilled spaghetti bolognese all over me. Oh. Kind of took away from that beautiful speech. Yeah, look, it would. Very much so. Mm. Anyway, I'd love to know, have you noticed it in the sky lately when you look at the clouds? Do you see your little fluff ball, your fur ball that may not be with us anymore? I'm sure people do. If you had like a white fluffy dog, it'd be very easy to pick. You just see well, a cloud and you're like, there, there it is. Look, I wasn't going to say it, but you said it and okay, fair enough. I want to know, what is the weirdest apology you've ever been given or you've given to somebody else. Do we really have to bring something like this up again? Is it too late now to say sorry? Because somebody (laughs) has put a photo up on social media and it just baffles me, okay? So they were off, I think it was supermarket shopping, ironically enough. Yeah. Parked their car, gone and done their business, come back. Wow, what kind of business? Their shopping business. Great, thank thank you. you. Um, Anyway, gone to unlock their car and they look at their car and they go, that's a different shape to where what I left it. Is that my car? They've hit the button. It's unlocked the car and they go, oh, dear. They've walked around to the front of their car and they've assessed the situation. Their whole front door has been dented in. Like, it's a proper legit crash has occurred. Yeah. They go to the front being like, oh, yeah, someone's probably left a note. Like, they're a good person. Nope. A note is on the dashboard. Oh, there is. Okay. But also, are a whole lot of snacks. The person wrote a note saying, hey, oh my goodness, I'm so sorry. I've absolutely inverted your car. However, um, I don't really want to pay for the damage. I can afford it. That's what they said. I can afford it. I just choose not to pay it. So um, here's a whole heap of snacks instead. Have a great day. Yeah, but but you're wrong, right? (laughs) This is where you're wrong. They weren't doing it like that. They were actually doing it like this. Hey, I, I don't mean to... You know, but yeah, okay. See you later. Yeah. Bit of a weird apology. Obviously, it wasn't accepted. They are looking into it at the moment. But like, (laughs) what are you going to do? Oh, yeah, sorry. This is going to cost you thousands of dollars, but here, have some salt and vinegars on me. (laughs) Are you serious? Well, something certainly went snap, crackle and pop. (laughs) I just love the fact that it's literally taking the way to a person's heart is through their stomach to a whole other level. It's like, pretty bad. Like, we've totally destroyed your car. Have a snack on it's, me. <laughs> that should be an ad for a particular form of chocolate. Where they say, hey, eat one of these and it'll make you feel so much better. Better? Better. All of a sudden, my car's okay. <laughs> How depressing. That is. I mean, you hate it. I just would love to know... The thinking behind the person who left that note. Like, it's just unbelievable. It really is. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. When I eventually do get my own vehicle and can drive, watch out, first of all. Second of all. Yeah, second of all, don't park near him. (laughs) I don't think I'd be a bad parker. Oh, I don't know. Well, see, you haven't been in a car with me, first of all. And I choose not to. (laughs) Okay. I still think I could give you a driving lesson, though. It's not happening. But not in my car. Absolutely not. It's just not happening full stop, for the record. I will get my license when I'm ready. And when I have a car, if you want to join me in my car, that's completely up to you. Your jack gun. It's out of the way to pick you up, though. I'm not going to lie. But 
you know, we'll we'll cross that boat when it finally happens, if it finally happens. Yeah. <laughs> One of the weird ways that um someone's apologised to you, I'd love to know. Try and beat that, I dare you. Yeah. Or also, if you were to apologise for someone, what snack would you choose <laughs> if you were to absolutely ruin their car? Like, yeah. what is the superior... I'd, I'd probably be a Pringle person, personally. A Pringle? Yeah, nice and soft. They could use the aluminium from the can to fix their car. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Are you okay? I'm fine. I did just very brutally stab myself with an earring when I put my headphones Sounds on. Sounds a lot more brutal than what it actually is. It hurt very much. Anyway. But you live to tell the tale. Now, you know me, Bianco. I love science and technology. I don't know if I do know you. I live for I I inventions. Yeah. And I just feel like if we can put a man on the moon... We can get and we can purchase. Can we do this as a segment from now on? If you can put man on the moon, why can't we? Yeah, okay, done. Because this note, is so Jack, relatable. Jack, note it down. Yeah, so if you can put a man on the moon, you can get little chicken nugget dipping sauce holders to put in your car. It's become something that wow. is, yeah. That's a very obscure thing to mention. No, it, they're available. They've sold out everywhere. They've only just started. One person invented it. It's a little silver dish that you put into your air conditioning in your car and it sits there and you can put your sauce in and then when you just go for a bit of a snack, you've got your sauce ready to go. Where's this sauce come from? Ha, ha, ha. No, serious question. Where, where'd you hear this? Online. Oh, okay. All the time. Um, but yeah, it was so, it's so clever. And I was like, how have we never thought of this before? Yeah, it's a good question. We can put cup holders in cars, but we can't put source holders? Yeah, source holders. And I would say they're more crucial. Mm. But then do you think there'll be the whole collective? Because now the cup is covered, the source is covered. Like, do we need like a fries or like... Because some people have little plates that they actually like fold out onto their steering wheel. That's a bit too far. Maybe they could put it in the little glove box compartment. Mm. Open that and you chuck your source into it. No. It'll roll around. You need like a little tray. No, no. I'm talking like a little tray that you can yeah. put your little sauce in that fits into your glove box oh. compartment. It's an idea. It's an idea. I'm an ideas man. Sometimes. <laughs> you know, you did steal an idea that ha- does exist and just sort of changed it a bit to your own. What's that? The glove box? No. Putting the sauce in something because it already exists now. You need well, to come up with something else. Like lo- you could have like a pizza oven in the glove box. That's innovation. <laughs> hey, I would love that. <laughs> I actually would love... Is that why you don't have your license? Because you're doing a protest. Until there's a pizza That's oven it. in my car. Make it known, on the 8th of February, 2021, I will not drive a car until I can eat a pizza in my car. That I've made in my car. <laughs> Carl's stuck at a red light, and you're wondering what's taking so long because it's gone green. Oh, sorry, guys. I'm just making sure that my um, mozzarella's just melted down exactly the way I like it. That's funny. You seem to know a lot about red lights. Is there something you're not telling us? Something sad's happened at my workplace. Oh, no. I know. We don't like sad events at any kind of workplace. No. One of my closest colleagues is departing. Oh, no. And I don't know how to feel about it. Yeah. It it just came out of nowhere. You didn't see it coming? I really didn't see it coming. Oh, and she had to break the news to you? Well, she put it public on social media. Oh, she didn't tell you first? No, no, that's okay. Like, I'm I'm not really expecting her to say to me, hey, guess what, Carl? I'm thinking of moving. Mm-hmm. Do you th- would you, you would really you be okay? Up there, no, it's just, it's just like you know when you've got a lot of respect for somebody in a workplace, and yeah. when you sometimes have low moments, they're there for you, and you're like, and and give you that kind of support, like Jack does to you. <laughs> 
Sure. <laughs> I'm getting all choked up thinking about it. No, but like this particular person has, you know, always been fun to have around the workplace and have a good laugh with. And as I said, when I did hit a few low moments along the period in my time where I work, has been very nice to me, very good to me. But Aww. now they're leaving and I'm just, I don't know how to feel about it. Have you got any advice? Have you ever had a good colleague of yours leave and you just yeah, well, were left a bit heartbroken? I'm not heartbroken as so to speak, I but think I'm, you are a bit heartbroken. I'm, I'm a little saddened by it. I think it's interesting when you meet the person who's replaced your friend that left. Well, see, I don't know if there is going to be a replacement. Oh, this is the thing. Okay. Because their job was very sort of niche and has mm. the potential to be sort of replaced by a couple of people. I don't, okay. I'm not saying, I'm just speculating here. I yeah. don't know. Maybe they'll still do it in a low-key role. I don't know. I really don't know. Yeah, so you just look at the empty desk now and you're just like, ah. Oh. Memories. Well, I haven't seen a lot of this person in the last 12 months because of what's of been course, happening. People yeah. have been working from home. So, it's deeper. <laughs> well, I'm sorry you're going through this. <sighs> it's okay. I'll live with it because we'll still be friends and we can still hang out. We can still have social interactions outside of the workplace. Absolutely. Which... I am a little bit offended, though, that you've gotten the the streamers and the balloons installed for when I leave. Because you're going to throw a party because oh, yeah. you'll be so excited. I'm you don't leaving. know that they've been in the master control room of Southern FM for <sighs> years. See? I'm just waiting for the moment that you get sick of me and pull the pin. And it'd be no surprise. It'd just be like, here's your farewell. Adios, farewell. I'm also going to just put it on social media. I'm done. I, I, literally, that's all I'm going to say. I'm done and people will know exactly what I'm talking about. You reckon? Yeah. You don't think it'll be in relation to where you currently are employed? No. I've, I'll just say I'm done and they'll say, yep. Good innings. See you later. <laughs> and that wouldn't and that's me. when the 88.3 house party will start. Yeah. Anyway, let us know. I'd really love some help with this. <laughs> Are you actually asking people for coping mechanisms? Yes, I am. Oh. No, nah, I look, I'll be okay. I'll, I don't know. You were walking around on a Friday night with a sombrero on, so um, <laughs> it's clearly hit hard. Did I tell you to bring that up on air? You will be hearing the whole story on Friday, guys. And I also didn't really reveal what I did on Friday, but that's something that you brought up on air that you probably shouldn't have. Anyway, I'm not going to hate you for it. We're done. Hey, I might have seen a couple of people that we know out and about. Maybe you'll hear about that on Friday. I think we could be. I think you most definitely will hear about that on Friday. This is the Madden Brothers. That was the Madden Brothers. We are done. We are almost done. We are almost done. But hey, I don't want to say we've saved the best till last, mm. but we've saved the best till last. Should we just get into it or do you want to do a bit of an intro I think to we it? need to do a bit of an intro. Okay, please. Um, we've only got a minute though because it needs to hit back 30 on. seconds. Yes. All right. So pretty much Friday, Saturday morning, I tumbled out of bed, stumbled to the kitchen, got myself to work and then producer Jack sent me something that's changed my life forever. Well, hang on. Why did he send it to you and not me? I don't think he thought it was your thing. But clearly it is. And I can appreciate this song. I get around this kind yeah. of music. Anyway, Icon, Dolly Parton, mm. has decided to give a song of hers that is iconic, a bit of a freshen up, a bit okay. of a 2021 vibe. In three, two, one. It's five to nine, guys. Well, let's just play it, shall we? Not nine to five anymore. It's five to nine. Here's Dolly. Dolly Parton's 5 to 9, the new version of 9 Oof. to 5. If that's not going to fire you up for your week, I don't know what will. Colin's guys. coming up after 9. We'll see you on Friday from 4. See you then. Take care. Bye. You know. You're listening to Carl and Catherine on 88.3 Southern FM.